It's time for another episode of Bangers and Trash, your podcast for all things fantasy football. Welcome to the Bangers and Trash podcast. Uh, we're back for another episode, the usual voices of Antonio and I, but we've drafted in Pietro. So welcome home, Pietro. Welcome back to the podcast. He went off on his own for a while to do some tight end research. Right in solo. Well, yeah, whatever it is he does, but he's back. Because he did, there's a yeah. blockbuster show, um, and it is a blockbuster show because there's loads oh, of stuff that's happened. It feels like a million years since we heard the Ridley news, which was big in itself, but since then, tons of stuff has happened. Um, but yeah, welcome to the show, guys. Tony, how you doing? Very well, thank you, Matthew. Nice to see uh, Pietro back in the uh, hot seat, essentially, oh. ready to argue, as always. Oh, yeah. He, he saw an opportunity to be controversial, and he didn't pass it up. How are you Fantastic. doing, Pete? Oh, I feel like I'm a special guest now, I suppose. Well, you, are, me. you are a special I'll take, guest. I'll take that. Good stuff. Welcome back. Um, so, yeah, let's get straight into it. I mean, there's loads of stuff has happened. I missed a few things, which Tony has, uh, has pulled me up on before we went live. Rightly so. Um, let's start with Russell Wilson. Let's start with the, the, the big blockbuster trade. Um, so, just for, for anyone who, who has been under a rock for the last couple of days, Russell Wilson has been traded to the Broncos. Broncos, uh, any Broncos fans or... Broncos asset dynasty owners are very excited, I think. Um, Russell Wilson plus a fourth rounder for two first rounders, two second rounders, a fifth rounder. Quarterback extraordinaire Drew Locke, defensive tackle Sheldon Harris and tight end Noah Fant. What do we think of this one, boys? Go to you first, Tony. Um, let's talk about it from a, from just a, an NFL standpoint, first of all, and then we'll go into what it means for dynasty and free draft assets. Yeah, so I'm not I'm not sure the Seahawks have a clue what they're doing here. So <laughs> when you when you've got a uh, QB um, of Russell Wilson's caliber who's taken them to Super Bowls, who's basically the face of their franchise, it's very hard. And 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 you know, in the middle of a contract, that's the key thing here. So he's not he's not looking to get out of his contract. You know, there's no Oh, we've got to re-sign him shortly, or is he going to be holding out like Rogers, maybe, or any of that? It's very hard to give that away unless you get an absolute boatload, and I just don't think they did. In NFL terms, I don't think they did. I think Seattle lost that trade. That's my general opinion of the trade outside of fantasy football. Okay, that's interesting. Pete, we will go to you, but it's an interesting point because you scroll through Twitter and you'll see cases for both sides. And generally, this is when you see a trade like this, there's cases obviously being made for both sides of who won. So it's nice to hear you are not sitting on the fence and you're going with a, a Seahawks loss. P, where do you sit, first of all, on who won the trade and then get into some of the uh, contents? Who won? I, I don't know. Well, there's a title I mean, involved, P. So this is your special. There is. I think about all the pieces. It's tough to put together, and I want to go into all of them. But well, the Broncos had to have won because they got the quarterback that they wanted, and regardless of price, that was what they wanted. When you flip it around, I don't think the Seahawks got what they wanted because I'm not sure they were ever 
looking for anything, if that makes sense. They weren't on the market, really. I think this might have just been an opportunity that presented itself from the Broncos, rather than then sell, shopping him, as I think Tony was saying, and they weren't really any need to shop him. Although there was talk about him and Pete Carroll butting heads, I think, last year in the off-season. So maybe this was an opportunity to get rid of him now. Maybe Pete Carroll took the decision. So I don't think there's much influence from the ownership there, the Seahawks now. So I think the Broncos won because they got the piece that they needed more than the Seahawks getting what they needed, if that makes sense. But I don't think they did that badly. I mean, two first ranks. I don't know. What, I struggle with trying to work out what these what these are worth. I mean, was he 33-year-old quarterback, 32, something like that? No. You've got to compare it to probably Stafford, his price when he went to the Rams. Similar age, going to a team that's trying to win. So I suppose you've got to compare it to what, to what they paid, the Rams paid for him. I think it's pretty similar. So maybe that's going right to the market. So, But I have to agree. I don't know what the Seahawks are doing. Is this full rebuild? Is that what this yeah. says? No. But Lockett's still there. Don't really yeah. get it. Yeah. Well, that, that's an interesting segue, right? So let's look at this through a fancy lens now. If you own those pieces on the Seahawks in Dynasty, or if you're looking to go out and try and get DK Metcalf, what does that look like for you now, Tony? If you, what, what, where do you value some of the Seahawks with this change and without so, a, a good QB at the moment? Yeah, as it stands, the only... I think everyone's lost in Seattle, except actually, funnily enough, for Noah Fant, really. Because he, if you think about what he had last year, he had a terrible quarterback and he was competing with Sutton and Judy. So he was still on the... Exactly. So no offense, stays the same. Literally, literally exactly the same. He's got two receivers above him on the chart. So he's a third option. And he's probably, he could even have the same quarterback thrown to him. So if anything, it's a slight win. Um, the fact that, you know, Tim Patrick and Albert O um, are not there because literally he will be the third. So yeah, it's the same or a win for no offense, but everyone else as it currently stands has to be down, including the running backs. Um, Obviously, you know, lack of quarterback probably stops the goal line and getting down in the red zone um, offense. So, literally, everyone on Seattle, current as it currently stands, has lost um, a little bit of value. And Pete. Tyler Lockett, Tyler Lockett, more than DK Metcalf, if I had to be honest. Okay, Pete, would you agree with that? I think it's fair to say. Uh, it depends if you're assuming that Drew Lock is the starter, or if he was just a piece brought in for cover in case they couldn't get what they wanted either in the draft or if they're not going out to trades, let's be honest. So well, I, that's, a, that's a good point that I don't think Locke will be the starter. That's why I said currently, as it currently stands, okay. then their value must have dropped. I don't think Locke will go into that as a start. No. They've got ammunition now to actually either trade for a quarterback. I, I still, I think Russell Wilson, um, not Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson. <laughs> going back. Yeah, going back to Russell Wilson. Deshaun Watson, I mean, as it stands now in the in the QB, I know we'll talk about uh, some others, but he is the only one left who is going to change the franchise. So Seattle have now got capital to go after Watson if they want to throw picks at it. So yeah, um, I don't trying, 
I'm trying to think of big winners, and I've got two names immediately spring to mind. Melvin Gordon, I think, is now a guarantee he gets resigned. Agreed. And if you're an owner, that's obviously great news for him. So he's going to produce like he did last year. Obviously, I think that means a big loss on um, mine's gone blank. The best running back rookie. No, What's his name? It's not Javante Williams. It's not. A, it's not a Javante loss. Williams. It's not, not a loss, it, but he it's not a loss. He wasn't going to get the RB one season. Everyone's banging on about it on Twitter. Is unfortunate. Yeah, I think. I think. He, I, yeah, I agree. I think it's a win from last year. He's going to have a better quarterback. He's going to have more goal line carries. He's going to score more touchdowns. There'll be a better offense. If, even yeah, if he splits but... this carries with Gordon, he will have a better year than last year. So it's not it's not a loss. But the thing is, is hype, the the hype the hype train was out of control. That's the problem for Javonta Williams. <laughs> it usually <laughs> is. But if you're sat there as a Javonta owner, you're not. Yeah. You know, it's it's not the best news. Malvin Gordrona is great news. Yeah, you, I think. Agreed. Agree with that. One. And I think the big winner has to be Alba, though. Agreed. Super talented tight ends. He's got rid of his biggest threat. And he's got Russell Wilson, who, if you look through fantasy years, he links up with a tight end every single year, and they produce every single year. So I think you've got to bet on Alberto pushing in, well, into the top 12, i.e. tight end one territory this year. Yep. And top, I would say even better than that, because obviously he's young on a rookie contract. He's got to be in the top 10 of Dynasty tight ends. I can't see why not. He could be what we thought Noah Fant should have been. Potentially. But again, I don't think Fant's dropped. You've got to be careful. He, I think he's the buy here as well. I think people are going to see Fant as a loss. But I don't know why. Like I said, he, his situation cannot. It hasn't got worse than last year. No. If anything, it's got better. So I, he's the sneaky buy because no one will be, no one will be uh, wanting to keep Fant. I would go out and put offers for Fant. And Gordon's a good one. I agree with that. They win now, Broncos. Um, so they already signed Gordon. I agree. Good shout that. So let's stay on that then. Um, so put something put something behind if you're going out and trying to sign fan for your dynasty team at the moment. What sort of offers are you putting out there to get him? Very vague question, Matt. We're talking players, picks. Give us a benchmark. I, I see. I I think I still think he's he's in a good tier. I still slightly underneath Dallas Goddard. That's where I, I wouldn't drop him. Any of that. He's probably at the same level now as Albert O. I don't know why one's above the other. They would probably be exactly the same. Um, so you're looking at tight end 8 through 10. Gaseki just got tagged. We'll talk about that. I'd probably still rather, rather fan than Gaseki, in my opinion. Okay. Would you go out and target TK Metcalf? Now, do you think Owners, dynasty owners are worried about him, his future. 24 years old, he's a superstar. Would you go and try and get him now? Uh, yeah, uh, I, don't think he's a, I, don't, I don't think he's a superstar. I haven't seen enough. I still haven't seen enough from DK um, to be, you know, considered a superstar. I think he's got the traits. Um, yeah, I'll let Peter answer that because he was always higher than DK on me, but I, I wouldn't know personally. I think so. No, if anyone drops below their perceived value, which you're hoping, if you're the buyer, that he would have, people are going to panic. Now's the time, regardless of where you pitch it, like him. Yeah. If he's going cheap, perceivably cheap, then you'd still try. He's a what, 24 year old receiver who? Yeah. I mean, he's produced enough to be worth a punt. <laughs> if someone's panicking, which I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I think, I, like I said, I don't, I, I don't think they'll go into the season with Locke. So you're right, Matthew. Now's the time to buy the dip um, because um, it's unlikely that he will. Be, they will be going with Locke into the into the season. Nice one. Devastating if they did. <laughs> I know. Let's talk quickly. Let's switch to redraft quickly. Judy Sutton, Tim Patrick's season, as you pointed out, Tony, yesterday on Twitter. Well, only because no one was talking about him. So, yeah, I mean... <laughs> Nobody will ever he, talk about Tim Patrick. He's got a Tim boring Patrick name. Got, he got, he got he, yeah. However, it's funny because he's not going to come off the field. It's funny. You know, you look at what they base their base offense will be now. It'll be three receivers and Abbo, obviously, and one running back. So there'll be three, those three receivers will be on the field. Maybe they sprinkle in um, KJ Hamler now and again, but I'm not sure what he's going to look like after the injury. Um, everyone's saying he's actually the comp to lock it if you want to find Wilson's kind of lock it. The funny thing is everyone's thinking Judy and Sutton are a lock it and Metcalf, but actually it's Hamler and Patrick <laughs> who are the biggest comps if I'm honest um certain is a little bit different I I, I think yeah uh, just I'm going to take the lowest one in the draft and that'll be that'll be Patrick um we're still not sure that Wilson and Judy or Wilson and Sutton will connect so why not take the cheapest one who's on the field in my opinion at the draft yeah I'm not I'm not looking at comps really I to be honest I don't think I'll get any of them so I think their price will just be too high for what they are I mean I think people will jump on the bandwagon, which Including is fine. Patrick. Yeah, why not? Maybe, well, definitely Judy. I mean, everyone has always been jumping on the Judy bandwagon, which has never left the station at all. So if they want to continue, that's fine. I'm not going to do it because his price is somehow going to go up after a very, very disappointing season, which mm. I don't understand, especially in redraft. And it's, I think Cortland Sutton's going to be the same. Everyone's going to think he's going to have a great season, and it'll be the price will be too much for me. So I won't be again either. Them, if Tim Patrick lands on a plate later on, then maybe. But even then, I still won't because it's too much of a risk. I just want to see how, to see how it pans out with a new QB and so many options in that offense. With I said, Alberto would be is my favorite target in that offense. Nice. Well, I've got him on a dynasty team piece, so we'll talk after the show. <laughs> we'll talk. And he's got um, Metcalf straight swap. Oh, yeah, oh, fantastic. Pausier, pausier. Twitter, all our bads are straight swap. So, um, right, that's one of the uh, of the parts of the QB merry-go-round. Um, let's talk about a couple of other bits of that. Rogers seems like. I mean, it's it, it's blockbuster news if you're a Green Bay fan. Um, Rogers has Bands back agreed, together. agreed to a four-year deal. Yeah, um, franchise tag on Adam shortly after. Teased us again. Stay teased Judy. Judy was on Twitter giving it the old uh, emojis to say he was disappointed in a couple of eighties that you found out you got a better QB. Um, what do we think about the Rogers deal from an NFL point of view? First of all, I'm glad he's back. I, I like to see him play. I don't. I don't care about his personality or people hate him because he's arrogant. It's good for the. It's good to watch NFL quarterbacks, especially when there's like seven or eight teams that are going to be playing really poor quarterbacks. It's nice to see a elite quarterback stay for the next three or four years. P. Yeah, I I think we had hints of this when we discussed about a year ago when we talked about Aaron Jones signing a four-year deal. Now he didn't quite 
understand it. Well, I mentioned it anyway. I didn't quite understand what they were doing because we all thought Rogers was going, Adams was going, and mm. they just drafted Dylan. And we thought this is this is really odds. But now it seems to all make sense. The idea that they were semi confident that they were going to keep all their stars, and they did it somehow. So yeah, it is great. I mean, great for Adams. If we're talking fancy, Adams owners are delighted. Rogers owners are obviously delighted. Everyone, 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 everyone on offense gets a massive Jordan boost. Love. Poor yeah, Jordan, Love. Jordan Love's not happy now. <laughs> Publicly oh. shamed. It does make them think, because there must have been some doubt. You say that, P, they had a grand plan, but they had some doubt because they were drafted a QB yeah. in the first round. You know, so. That's what I mean. They backed them all up. They backed up Rogers with Jordan Love. They backed up Jones with Dylan. And then they signed them all for your deals. <laughs> And, if, and obviously the franchise on Adams. Uh, you know, a plan A, a plan B. Well, Ch- Chuck money around. <laughs> um, but yeah, excited that he's back. Money. Yeah, that that yeah that that feels like an easy one. All positivity, Green Bay, very happy. Um, hot off the press, Wentz. So Tony, just as we were coming on, yeah, you, uh, you flagged this one. Um, Wentz to the Commanders. Washington Commanders. Yeah, this feels like a bit of a desperate move from Washington. They were in, they were very close. So the Russell Wilson, there were three teams that were very close in landing him. There was Denver Broncos, obviously. Um, the other two teams were the Commanders and the Giants. I saw the Giants package, um, which included Saquon, but I don't know if anyone's seen this. The Giants threw Daniel Jones, two first, two seconds, and Saquon Barkley at Seattle. Um, and Seattle chose, obviously, the Denver package probably because of the defensive player and no fan in there. Um, but Commanders are obviously third uh, in that race. And I, it feels like Wentz was attainable. Obviously, Colts were shipping him about three weeks ago, they said, that he's not going to be their QB. Um, and it feels like they probably could have done better than Wentz. And I think they might have rushed this one. That's a gut feel. Um, obviously it's just come through about 10 minutes ago so I haven't had time to think they haven't given much well actually I said that they've given two seconds I think or maybe a second and a third whatever that's still too much for Wentz in my opinion Um, he had all the tools last year to win Colts had the best run game the best run game the best offensive line and he didn't look great so it's only downhill for me for Wentz that's P yeah, that was a nice summary. <laughs> I don't know if it's too much. It doesn't feel like it's too much. It just feels like a waste, if that makes sense, because they keep getting these stopgap QBs, because I don't think he's the answer long term. They keep doing this one or two years at most, and then they have to do this all over again. And they had the opportunity, as Tony said this year, to go out big for the QB. They obviously missed on Wilson. I mean, Watson is still there, and I'm surprised that's not the move it then having said that i'm trying to think is is there other qbs that are available and i'm not sure there is so well when you look at yeah. it from their point of view what could they have done if those yeah. two are off the board good shout good shout um I don't, I don't jimmy, jimmy I g done. jimmy g is probably the biggest comparison to Wentz. maybe um i think jimmy g will end up with the colts now that's my prediction after that um, but we'll wait and see. They were linked with them before. Um, they feel like, obviously, they're both starters. Again, we're at the tier where, you know, Wentz 
and um, Jimmy G is starting for your, you know, your team. Then in terms of fantasy, I'm not excited. Terry McLaurin probably plays with the best quarterback he's played with, funnily enough. Um, I just unless agree. anyone can think, go on. Who? Heineke, Fitz. is it? Fitz. I think Fitz did he, was did he play better. with him? He must have. Did he actually <laughs> have had a minute with him? With him? <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> they crossed each other. They crossed each other in the hallway, I think. Well, he, he yeah, he must have fancy goal for him. If he could yeah, stay on the field, okay. both of them together. I forgot about Fitz. I don't know if they had enough time, obviously, what it meant. Um, but but yeah, I, you know, it's an upgrade on Heineke if you want, if you want to go that far and actually go into it. Curtis Samuel, Logan Thomas, because he'll be back. Um, and Wentz does love a tight end, so that's not bad. But, you know, Gibson gets a good quarterback. It, it just feels, it doesn't feel great, this one, if I'm honest. No. I'll ask another question as you brought him up. Is it that that worth the upgrade on Heineke? Why not? If you um, if the QBs aren't there, the ones you want, and the draft isn't there, what's wrong with one more year with Heineke? Who didn't play that badly? And let's be honest, Wentz didn't play that good, as you said. So is it worth it? Could they not have gone into free agency and picked up a QB if they were really desperate rather than trade for one? Or stick with Heineke. I... <sighs> I would still go with Wentz over Heineke. Wentz is slightly more proven. Yeah, Heineke... you, if you have the choice, yes. But what I'm saying is if you're the franchise owner and you've got to spend the picks, which they had to, a second and a third, mm. or you stick with Heineke, you try in the draft, or maybe you pick up another QB. I don't know. Wentz just reminds me of Trubisky, to be honest. I, I don't see a lot of difference. <laughs> Someone like that. What? Why? Get what you're saying. He doesn't feel like Wentz moves him forward. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think we're saying the same point, really. It's not an upgrade. It's not a huge upgrade. It's yeah. not the right move. But let's wait and see how it plays out. Wentz could light the world on fire next year. <laughs> he says with a big grin on his face. Yeah. That's my test. Um, Adam Humphreys, WR1. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, let's talk about some of the notable franchise tags then. Um, we talked about Mike Williams before we came on as well. He's just signed a three year deal with the Chargers. Um, Godwin has been tagged, Schultz has been tagged, and Gasicki's been tagged. Tight end expert Pietro, there's two tight ends in the, in the list I just named. Um, any surprises on that list? And is there anyone else you want to bring up, either tagged or is going into free agency that which interests you? Oof, oh, math. Um, Dolphins don't surprise me because I didn't really see anyone else that needed a tag or they would have used a tag on. So that seemed like a fairly easy decision for me. Um, Schultz, again, I mean, that means they they're losing Amari Cooper, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which okay, if that's the direction they're going. I think that's the bigger question: is letting Amari Cooper go the right decision rather than what happened with Schultz there? And I'm not sure. There have been rumors of of a bit of um, a disconnect, a bit, a bit of a, a bit of a showdown between Dak and Amari Cooper. Don't know how 
reliable the sources are. But the, Twitter, Twitter says the streets are told oh, about a potential, a potential showdown. So yes, it yeah. does seem like Cooper's on his way out, but it maybe feels like there's no other option to Cooper being on his way out. I, I think that's bigger news, to be honest, than Schultz getting the franchise. <laughs> I, I, I like Schultz. P, my God. No, I think I think I, I think Schultz will be good next year. There was chat about was it um, Jarwin's got injured, uh, is his hip or something is a bit of a complication, so he might not be ready. If it, I mean, if it's just if Cooper's gone and it's no Jarwin, then it's Schultz, Lamb, Cedric Wilson, Gallup. That's pretty good for Schultz. Um, yeah, he'd, he'd, be, he'd, be, he'd be ahead of Albert O. In redraft for me. Yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's because he got the franchise because they're letting go of Cooper, which yeah, yeah. is obviously the big news. And I think the question ends about Lamb because everyone yeah. has already jumped on that he's somehow going to get that, whatever it is, 20% target share. He's going to have a 50% target share somehow, which doesn't happen. So yeah, Lamb's going to be overvalued probably going into the offseason because of this. If you own Cooper in Dynasty, where do you want him to land? Not the Seahawks. It's not many places. <laughs> I've got to be honest. The Falcons have no one. I... Literally no one. So if it's him and Pitts, that's nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Falcons got uh, Matt Ryan still for one more year or even two more years. The, whatever. That's still, he's still probably the best quarterback. Somewhere like the Patriots would be good. What's wrong with uh, Mac Jones giving him a proper weapon? That'd be nice. Okay. While but, we're yeah. on the topic of the Falcons, let's talk about Calvin yeah. Ridley. Let's talk yeah. about Calvin Ridley. So, again, yeah. big news that came out this week Calvin Ridley suspended. Um, you, you know, we know the rules that exist around betting. Uh, he's come out and said a few things on Twitter, probably been advised by uh, his legal counsel not to say too much more, but uh, he's been trying to plead his case. There's no issues with gambling, etc. But uh, we, I mean, this news is pretty shocking. Where do you guys sit on this? In general, I think it's, I think it's hard, I think it's a harsh sentence, but obviously. They've done it to stop anyone else doing it. Put your foot down now, early. No one else is doing this, otherwise they're going to get caught for 12 months or whatever. I don't think it is harsh at all. Well, it is. If, you look, if you look at it, the beating, you know, beating up women and beating up children while well, they get six, what, six weeks? But, yeah, weeks. let's not put it into proportion with that. Let's look at it and what it, what it could represent. He is yeah. clearly, you're not allowed to bet on an NFL game. Yeah, it's so very that's easy to bet on any sport in the world, but he chose to bet on NFL. And he bet on his own... A, a game involved his own team. When he wasn't playing. Yeah, It doesn't matter, playing or not playing. I think I understand. he has influence over players. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not right. Clearly not right. And even a whiff of the, of cheating yeah. can't be allowed. So I but understand has, completely I, I why they put the hammer down. They put the hammer down exactly. So the, the, with the betting out there now, it's very easy. You know, in America, they've obviously legalized betting on sports. This could happen, and it probably is happening all the time. So the NFL have just picked the first one and said that's not happening. 
rightly so, I think. From a fantasy point of view, where does this leave him in Dynasty? 28 years old. Um, it kills him because it's not... I think if he finished the year this year and it was 12, years, uh, 12 months, fine. But the fact he had half a year, took the year off, half took half the year off, and then they've said at least 12 months. So they haven't even said it's definitely a year. They've said it's at least a year. It's killed his dynasty value. I mean, I, I, I was thinking where to drop him. Um, and I was around Gabriel Davis territory in terms of, you know, wide receiver 36-ish on the edge of three and two. Uh, on the edge of wide receiver three. Okay. Yeah. I, you'd fudged if you own him. I mean, you can't sell him because, well, why would you? I mean, what are you going to get? You can, you're not going to buy him because, like I said, he missed a year. And we're, we're forgetting, he still has whatever the mental health issue was, which sat him out for exactly. a year, hasn't disappeared. So who knows what happens when he comes back? And there's even possibility they're related, but you, there's so many unknowns, and it's just not worth you, the effort of whatever you're going to have to do to buy him. So no one's buying him. You can't sell him. Yes, I think he's done. Almost. Yeah, fair enough. Disappointing because he was a great player to watch. Um, and he had that big year, didn't he, that he showed what he could do without Julio and all that. He was in Julio's you know, shadow. Well, for years. Sam had him yeah. WR1. Exactly. Indeed, they lost a lot of coffee over it as well. <laughs> <laughs> coffee bets. Um, uh, right. Hang on, is, this, is it cello? Because we should yeah, slate it. No, it was. It was I know we're, we're halfway. We're halfway into the pod, and we haven't slated Cello yet. So let's get That's that true, in. Yeah, yeah. Cello, yeah. you rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Moving on to a couple of uh, final points. Then, so um, some exciting news uh, that we wanted to share with you. We will be attending the Fancy Football Collective in July, which is going to be awesome. Um, really excited about that. Great community event for the. Um, for the fancy football community and Tony, I know you're really excited. I Very mean, excited. It's going to be, I think it's going to be, it's fantastic. Uh, yeah. So the last, obviously three or four years, they've had something very similar in America. Um, I've, I've been saying to a few other others in the UK community that it should happen um, over here as well. Cause there's probably enough of us. And uh, obviously I think three or four of, of the lads who are similar to us, you know, do, started off in their home league and have grown since then. Decided to start one up. It's in London. It's in July, and I think we'll be going, which is fantastic news. Yeah, it's going to be great. Really excited. Um, Pietro, you are more than welcome to join us, of course. Now you are welcome home. Yeah, yeah. We will be um, making t-shirts, bangers and tra- bangers and trash t-shirts, and um, hats. Oh. And that's, yeah, they might be on sale. They might not. You never know. Um, but yeah, you're, if if you're listening and you're there, make sure you say hello. We're really excited to meet everyone. It's going to yeah. be fantastic. Um, so yeah, July. And if you're listening and you haven't signed up to join, then go check it out. Um, make sure you attend. A lot of buzz around it on Twitter. I think it's going to be a great event. Um, speaking of that, speaking of the community, we're also going to be doing um, 
some guest podcasts over the coming months. Uh, we were talking about this this morning, Tony. Pietro, you don't count as a guest, even though you feel like a guest. Uh, you're Rude. Real, you don't, you know, this doesn't count. But No, he's very much part of the team. Yeah. We're going to get some guests in. Yeah. Again, probably from that fancy football collective. So uh, some familiar faces when we meet up in July. And um, probably vice versa. So we'll be, you'll be hearing our voices on their podcasts and faces. So um, get ready to have a shave, boys, and look your best. <laughs> yeah, pointing at you there, Pietro, especially. Um, oh. But yeah, that'll be exciting over the next couple of months here. We'll get, get people involved. Um, and yeah, just keep talking. The great thing about fancy football community is there's so many opinions and there's so many takes and we can have so many debates and we've had them plenty of times on this show. And I think opening that up to a few different... Uh, different people who love it as much as we do is going to be really good. So yeah, keep an eye out for that. Um, we'll keep you updated on how that goes. And then finally, we have built a website. So we are going to be doing a lot more different forms of content. Um, Tony, you've already produced some written articles for it. We're going to be continuing with the video content we were creating back end of last season. Um, the podcast is going to live on there. We've got Dynasty Rankings living on there. Um, we will have redraft. We might even look at rookie rankings as well as we uh, get closer to those dynasty drafts. Um, so, yeah, plenty going on at the moment. Key, you can always contribute to the uh, website whenever you fancy me. I can see how excited you are. Yeah. You don't have to get your pen in once a month, you know. Yeah. yeah, you know, you can tell us about the latest uh, tight end that you're interested in going after and redraft is. That could be a maybe a special column. And Chalice should join us. Daily event time. for me. Yeah. And well, we'll have, we'll, have the, um, we'll have the weather at the top left-hand corner of the oh, page. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he's really excited. Keep updated. Yeah. But yeah, so um, yeah, check out our Twitter for links to everything going on, on the website. We'll be keeping uh, it regularly updated. Um, keep an eye on the Twitter, Bangers Trash Pod, for the latest video content, especially next week where it is uh, free agency and there will be plenty going on. So we'll be trying to keep up as much as we can and produce as much content as we can. But before we go, gents, was there anything else you wanted to plug or say or add? Pietro, plug. do you want to tell us how excited <laughs> you're here? Nothing to plug, right? <laughs> <laughs> My hair yeah. does need plugging as well. Yeah, you talk about shaving your beard. I might have to get on the regain before we uh, join oh. any visual. <laughs> I was going to say, lads, we all got a face for radio here. Yeah? This big mistake is bad. Regain's not a sponsor, by the way, but if Lee Stafford's listening, um, I do like Lee Stafford. <laughs> with shampoo, so uh, I wouldn't mind giving that a bit of a plug. Yeah. But Tony, where can people find you talking about everything fancy football? FF underscore lights out seven on Twitter and sleeper. And Pietro, do you want to tell us about the shake that you had before we go? I was going to say, the only place you can find me is with my uh, best mate, Jeff, from uh, Sky Sports. And that's, that's all you Jeff need for now. Good, uh, good, good name. Big Jeff, I call him. Well played. But, oh, sorry. I didn't realise that. Yeah. But, but with Bezzies. Yeah. yeah, I mean, what an endorsement that is, Pete. I t- I'm surprised you turned up to the show tonight, to be honest. <laughs> bigger than us. But, uh, but yeah. Did have a champagne uh, special for tonight, you know. And a massive bar of Cadbury's <laughs> but, uh, chocolate. I so. put it off. I said, Jeff, not tonight. I got the boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, big news. Uh, we had to get yeah. together. But yeah, awesome. And um, So 
thanks everyone for listening as always and yeah keep an eye out for everything that we'll be doing next, in the next I guess weeks. the next one Matt we want to say we probably will do a rookie show soon obviously we the combine we didn't talk about the combine in this show um, but obviously it's happened rookie scores and rookie um, kind of athleticism has been clocked so we should touch upon that uh, uh, the next one probably um, and then we'll dig into free agency. Uh, like you said earlier, the videos, keep an eye out for the videos on the on the website because they'll be dropping probably consistently from now on. Um, Absolutely. And uh, yeah, good way to share content. Nice one. Same time next week then, gents, to talk about yep. Combine and rookies and Pietro's going to join us because uh, he loves it. Love it. Right, See you later, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.